Hi, this is Elliot Fishman, and welcome to the August 2017 CTSS quiz. I just can't believe it's August. August means summer's almost over. It means we go back to school in a few weeks. Oh, wait a second. We finished school. Oh, never mind. Okay, let's get down there. We got 10 absolutely terrific cases for you. So let's get started. In this case, I asked for what's the most likely diagnosis. When you look at the images, you see a low-density zone in the left kidney and maybe a subtle low-density zone in the junction of the upper and mid-third of the left kidney. And you could think about pyelonephritis. You could think about infarct. This doesn't look like carcinoma, obviously. And you can think about chronic pyelonephritis. But then I show you a second image and you say, wait a second, you're not even showing me the renal arteries. That's exactly correct. I'm showing you the patient's SMA and you can see down by the distal jejunal branch, there's a thrombus in the SMA and there's a thrombus going into one of the ileal branches. So now we're dealing with something that's causing infarcts, vessel occlusion, and now you put two and two together and that kidney finding is a renal infarct. This patient had endocarditis and what this patient basically had was embolic phenomena to the kidney as well as the mesenteric vessels and several other areas. Just a beautiful example of that case. This patient was interesting. The patient had a GI bleed. The patient was hypotensive. What's the best finding? Well, very, very impressive ascending colon, markedly thickened folds. You could even think about the possibility perhaps this patient has a bleed in the colon. You could think about ischemia, though it's almost too bulky for ischemia. Patient's young, ischemia is not that good in that age group, perhaps. Lymphoma, usually it's not so extensive. It's more focal and it's bulkier. And in this case, particularly image on your right, the lobulations, you've got to be thinking about pseudomembranous colitis. Pseudomembranous colitis is the best diagnosis, and uh, that's indeed what this was. Pseudomembranous colitis can be focal, involving part of the colon, or it can be diffuse. This was mainly the right colon. This is a great case, and I'm showing you two images. One is a MIP and one is cinematic rendering. If you look at the MIP, you see a mass in the root of the mesentery with calcifications involving both the SMA and SMV. And if you look at the cinematic rendering, you see a mass in the root of the mesentery as well. Again, different visualizations, but it's the mesenteric mass. On the MIP, you see the calcifications better. Could this be lymphoma? Surely a mesenteric mass can. Could this be desmoplastic reaction? Well, yes it is, but that's not the only diagnosis. But this is surely not going to be ischemia. It doesn't have the look of ischemia. This is a carcinoid tumor. Carcinoids, commonly mesenteric masses, punctate calcifications, involvement of the mesenteric vessels. Just a beautiful example. This is a great case. This patient had multiple vascular insertions. So had multiple procedures in the head and neck region, and now had pain. What's the diagnosis? You look at the right carotid, you see aneurysm dilatation, but it's eccentric, and it's beautifully shown on the cinematic as well. It's not a leaking aneurysm, it's not a leaking carotid artery, it's not a glomus tumor. Those can involve the carotids, but they're extra carotid, and it's not a dissection. This was a carotid artery pseudoaneurysm, which is one of the known complications after vascular access insertions and this patient had multiple and so it's the reason. You can see also these carotid artery aneurysms or pseudoaneurysms, patients with local infection, patients with processes such as Ehlers-Danlos, but this is just a beautiful example. 
30-ish-year-old with hematuria. Well, I've only given you two images, but what you could see are the two images, which are early phase and the uh, excretory phase. The patient has multiple dilated calyces, soft tissue density in the pelvis, calcifications, poor function, and enlarged kidney, and the patient's young. Now, could this be a carcinoma? I guess it could theoretically be a transitional cell carcinoma, but doesn't quite look like this, and the way the calcifications in the vessels are stretched and the kidney enlarged, renal cell really doesn't look like. This could be an abscess, multiple calyces involved, but when you talk about calyceal involvement, calcification, stretching of vessels, you gotta be thinking about XGP, xanthogranulomatous pyelonephritis. Just a wonderful case. This is an interesting case. Patient had back pain. When you look at the images on the axials, you see the paraspinal soft tissue masses, and maybe you see something in the cord. And when you look at the sagittals, you see that there's destruction at the T4-5 level of the disc space, and this is osteomyelitis with a soft tissue mass, an extradural or epidural abscess present with compression of the cord. It's a beautiful example. This patient had a complex history of multiple different uh, processes, including endocarditis. That probably was the source. This is not a fracture. It's not metastasis. It's not actually medullary hematopoiesis. Though from the axial images, lobulations, usually lower thoracic spine, can be extramedullary hematopoiesis, but there it's more lobular. Obviously, here it has also the bony involvement. Just a beautiful example of osteomyelitis with an epidural abscess. Very easy not to think of that possibility most likely diagnosis in this case. Well, I'm showing you MIP images in the axial coronal plane. You look carefully, you see two kidneys functioning. You see what looks like lesions in the liver, and then you see a vascular lesion in the pancreas. Beautiful example, some rim enhancement. Excellent example of a neuroendocrine tumor. If this patient had renal cell carcinoma, it could be metastatic. It's not an IPMN because of the vascularity. It's not a lymphopathelial cyst, which are usually exophytic and they're not vascular at all, and it's not an adenocarcinoma. Excellent example of a MIP imaging of a neuroendocrine tumor of the pancreas. This patient had end-stage renal disease and flank pain, and when you look at the images, what you see is a large bleed in the peri and pararenal space by the right kidney. And you see both right and left kidneys are small, and they have multiple cysts. The coronal view shows you the extent of the process, in theory, what causes bleeds? Well, it could be a renal cell carcinoma, but I don't see a mass here. Now, sometimes masses can be hidden, but the key thing is the end-stage renal disease with the multiple cysts. And so we do see a perirenal hematoma. I guess in theory, patients with end-stage renal disease have increased incidence of small carcinomas. You could miss one. So I'd give you half a point credit, perhaps. This is not pyelonephritis, and it's not renal failure, though actually it is renal failure, but that would not explain the uh, perirenal hematoma. So the main finding here is this perirenal hematoma, but I think the point I was trying to make, perhaps, when I chose the case is end-stage renal disease can have a number of complications and increase incidence of small renal cell carcinomas, perhaps, but also spontaneous renal bleed. Spontaneous renal bleed, renal artery aneurysms and pseudoaneurysms, end-stage renal disease, renal cell carcinoma, and angiomyelipomas typically will make up the list. In this case, I ask you in a patient with Crohn's, what sign is illustrated? Crohn's has a lot of signs, but this is the sign, this is like the sign from, uh, 
what was that movie? Not Saturday Night Live. One of those movies. But you see, it looks like a comb. Look at the prominent vas erecta. That means the patient has Crohn's disease and has active disease. You can see on these MIP images very nicely also the thickening of the small bowel, the abnormal enhancement. The patient has had prior surgery in this region. But just a beautiful example. Also, mesenteric nodes are present. Um, fiber fatty proliferation is seen here, but that's not the sign I'm thinking of. Fiber fatty proliferation is common in Crohn's disease and can simulate a mass on uh, plain films or on fluoroscopy. Target sign is a cross-sectional sign where you get some mucosal fat, and Crohn's can give you a target sign, but that's not what I'm showing. So I'm showing you the comb. And you have to admit that it looks like a comb, a comb with a lot of nodes. Eh, nice illustration. Five-week-old, what's the best diagnosis? Well, you see the expansion of the right lung and loss of volume or displacement of the heart into the left side. And you really, when you look at the coronal, you can see this mass effect on the right. It's a large air-containing structure. It's not pneumonia, and I don't see a foreign body. You can have foreign bodies causing obstruction, but then it's collapse. Sequestration is collapse in posterior, usually on the left basilar zone posteriorly. This was a great example of congenital lobar emphysema. Air trapping this segment of lung was resected and the patient will do fine. Just a very nice example. And just because I couldn't show you more than two images, I thought I would show you the 3Ds here as well. And just a very nice example when you look at the 3D of congenital lobar emphysema. So with that, I've now shown you 10 terrific cases. Hopefully you got them all right. Hopefully, at worst case, you got them all wrong, but you learned something which would make this successful as well. And so with that, I'll say we'll see you next time in September. As the song goes, see you in September. I was going to hum a few bars, but I will resist. Have a great day. Yeah, I don't know, but well, if it, if it really bothers you, I don't know where to play Sometimes, like, it, it comes, like, it, like, catches things like that, and other times it's, like, it's absolutely no problem, so it's... It's hard to figure out. I mean, you could hear it, yeah, but I, I don't know. It's hard to judge. Well, okay. anyway, if you need to, it's not a big deal. Okay, cool. Thank you. Three minutes?